Hello, everybody. Jim Malone here coming to you live on Dallas Trading Floor. Well, it is Thursday, and uh, this is uh, tomorrow, of course. We won't, uh, we won't be broadcasting live because the markets will be closed for the Good Friday holiday. But uh, uh, today we have a bunch of stuff to cover, um, you know, and uh, it's really interesting. The news today, of course, um, was that... Uh, you know, Elon Musk is, um, uh, you know, is, is looking to buy Twitter. And uh, this is kind of interesting. Uh, but uh, he's looking to buy Twitter. Twitter, And, uh, you know, we'll see. I think, you know, uh, you know, I can understand, you know, if, if I was rich like that, I, I might be interested in buying Twitter as well. It has a tremendous number of users. And, uh, but, you know, it's kind of interesting what's going on. Basically, uh, the stock dived on that news, but, uh, you know, basically uh, um, Elon offered 54.20 a share, about $43 billion. Wow, I wish I could have a bit of that change in my pocket. But, uh, you know, he believes it to be the uh, platform of free speech. This is, the, this is this quote here, and uh, very interesting. Um, and, uh, you know, I hope... Uh, you know, we'll see what happens. Um, Truth Social, that's the Trump platform, uh, is not doing as well. So who knows what's going on here, but very interesting. Uh, on all this news, you know, you would think that it would go up, but no, that's not the case. Twitter moved lower today, as did Tesla. And this kind of brings up an interesting point and a point that I kind of want to make. I'm going to try to put out some videos on this, little short videos. You know, the market has changed fundamentally, and because of this inflation, because of a lot of things that are going on, the normal places where we would go in the market, you know, like, you know, like the um, attacks, it just isn't working. And uh, what are the areas that are working? Well, I have a, uh, I, I have a um, potential uh, help for you. And uh, you can find out by going to the www Dallas Trading Floor site. I do what I did is I put up just before the show a list of the heat map. We're going to be going through this, but uh, uh, we're you know a list of the heat map of every you know of every sector that is working uh, in this market. So it's a tough market to trade. You know I realize that, but uh, you know there you know that that doesn't necessarily mean. That you know, you just have to throw in the towel, uh, and uh, I because I've been making some progress uh, a bit, not as big as I would have liked to have seen. Now, here's an interesting thing. Also, this is kind of warning us, you know, that the stuff that was that was working before isn't working as well. Semiconductor stocks are just moving down. They're going to have some bad earnings, not not necessarily bad earnings, but they're just going to get hurt. Um, and the chip cycle, you know. Uh, it's, it's, we just don't know what's going to go on with that. So we ought to be looking, not necessarily in the market where we've been looking, uh, but other areas. And, uh, the areas really that are showing the most strength are the areas that are related to, um, some of these commodity stocks. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's an interesting time. It's an, it's an interesting time out there, uh, just to see kind of what is going on. So let's see if I can bring up um, the heat map, and and uh, I'll tell you in a, uh, in a little bit how to get involved with this because this is kind of a cool this is kind of a cool thing here. 
Uh, this is the uh, uh, this is the industrial group strength map, and uh, it is kind of it is kind of an interesting one. And this is let's see, there we go. All right, so I'm going to put this up on the screen. And what's interesting about this map here is this shows the areas of the market where we're seeing the strength. Now, now before we were seeing most of the strength in the market basically in you know the the text but that's not the case anymore and 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 let's take a look the number one category currently in the market is agricultural chemicals <laughs> you say what is agricultural chemicals well agricultural chemicals are basically the fertilizer stocks and that's one of the reasons why I bought a company called ICL yesterday it's a fairly low price stock but interesting in that it is, you know, it is in the area that is that is moving the best in the market. And currently, let's see if we can move over there a little bit. Yeah, as you can see, kind of showing you kind of how the world has changed. And right now, uh, we are, you know, we are currently in, you know, this is the, uh, as of the 11th of November, the number one areas in the market from top, you know, for the first top 10 areas are the agricultural chemicals, the oil and gas E&P companies, this is the international ones, the coal area, God, can you believe it, coal. I bought a company called HCC, Warrior Met Coal. That's right in this area too. Oil and gas, um, Canadian Explorers, Royalty Trust, drilling, steel producers, uh, metal, uh, metals and mining, and um, financials. Also, I've been looking... Uh, to to increase my exposure to the REITs, that's a little bit further down here. Let's see if we can find that uh, real estate investment trust. That area seems to be moving up. Let's see if we can get that. Uh, let's see. That's really an investment area. It's there. You go. Real estate. There we go. There is the property REITs. It's down here. It's it's kind of it's kind of far down. Uh, number you know number forty six on the list, but. It's starting to show some strength, and this is this is the area that I have been trying to move into, and uh, did buy a company today called CubeSmart. C-U-B-E is the symbol on that one, and I also have another one in, re- in there called America Homes for Rent. Now, here's the thing about the REITs: even though they are looking pretty good, the thing about the REITs are is that not everything is created equal. I'm looking at the property REITs and not the mortgage REITs. For a lot of different reasons, and I'm also looking not in every area. Like for instance, I'm skipping a REITs that hold strip shopping centers and any kind of retail or office building because that area's been weak. I'm concentrating on the areas like logistics, uh, warehousing, and also some of the areas that are more unusual, uh, like the storage REITs, which I think are very strong. Of course, public storage is the number one in that. Didn't buy that one just because it wasn't set up right. Also, I'm looking for REITs that are um, that are single-family home related, and there's two of them in there. Of course, Invitation Homes and um, American Homes for Rent. I do own American Homes for Rent, so this is kind of an interesting area in the market where you can get some you you can't you can get some uh, some traction there. So. Um, uh, that that is a good place to 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 look in the market. Now, if you're on the action trailers, I'm going to try to send out the link tonight. I didn't have a time enough to make the link, but 
uh, today. But you can get it easily just by going to www.dallastradingfloor. And uh, it's up on that today. You just push on the button and you'll see it. Uh, just put in your first and last name and email address and we'll get you a link to this strength list. It's a great way to take a look at some of the you know some of the uh, some of the areas in the market that are working uh, so that's that's definitely something that you might want to take a look at um, okay this is this let me just go ah there we go here is what I currently have in the small portfolio uh, we're up on just about everything that we've got today which is kind of nice uh, again, I was talking a little bit about this America Homes for Rent. This is a REIT that I bought. It's not up a whole lot, but I definitely think it's coming out of a very nice pattern. We're up on this. We've been basically being in this one day. We're just up just slightly, just a little bit under a percent. Not a whole lot, but definitely good, uh, good as it goes. Uh, our number one holding in the small portfolio right now, believe it or not, is Dollar Tree. Dollar Tree, DLTR, is a company that you probably are familiar with one of the great things about dollar tree and i think that you really have to to kind of hand it to them is that uh with dollar tree those are the some of the least expensive uh stores in the retail area and i think that with this inflation a lot of people are going to be using stores like dollar tree they're going to be they're going to be going away from the high price stores like your your um your Whole Foods, and they're going to be shifting, and Kroger, and they're going to be shifting to the lower-cost stores. And one of the stores, of course, I think that's going to do very, very well in this area is Dollar Tree. And I want to try to take a look. Let's look at the Dollar Tree. Um, let's look at their look at, look at the chart. Because I think Dollar Tree is still bought. Well, no, it's extended, unfortunately. Gosh, I wish it wasn't. Um, uh, you know, we might have to look at this one go by. But uh, I was buying it here right at the top, and then I did make another buy. It's up again. <laughs> Dollar Tree has just been going crazy. Uh, it's up again from the buy point. The buy point, you were 15%, we're 18% above the pivot, basically in seven days. That's pretty good. Uh, checklist is not the greatest. It's 67%. That's my minimum for buying. But uh, just just doing some tremendous, uh, you know, this is the area of the market that you want to be in. Think of inflation as a tax. And unfortunately, with a tax like this, we're looking at people having to economize. Dollar Tree is going to be in an, an advantage there. Now, it's not in my preferred categories because we looked at the heat map of where the capital is flowing in the market. The capital is flowing right now in the stock market, of course, into that oil and gas area. The agriculture chemicals, that's the fertilizer stocks. And then also, it's, it's flowing in... Um, it's starting to flow into the REITs as well. So those are areas of the market that, you know, right now I'd be very, very, very careful about buying anything tech-related. You know, Tesla is a great company, but it was down today. Twitter, down today. Most of the semiconductors, all down. And we're going into earnings season. I don't think this earnings season is going to be very kind to many of the stocks that, uh, you know, we, we normally think of. So, you know, just kind of just try to put the blinders on. I know this is really hard because I like trading growth stocks too, but, you know, this this inflation is just going to kill many of the growth stocks, at least for now. We'll see what happens. 
Where the, where the money is going to move, though, in the market, it's going to move into several areas. One of the areas, of course, it's going to move into is oil and gas. We've already seen it go there. So there's some good oil and gas stocks in there. And if you don't want to pick a particular oil and gas stock, take a look at the Spider Select, which is the XLE. And uh, I don't own it currently, only because I have uh, individual stocks. But the XLE, and I'm going to show you the chart on this one. By the way, if you're looking on TikTok and you want to see the charts that I'm showing, just go to the profile, click on the link, and uh, we're simulcasting this on um, we're simulcasting this one on, um, on on YouTube. So easy to easy easy to see it. Here is the chart for the spider, the Energy Select spider, and look at this. It's just going up, okay? This is why, why I want to kind of indicate here, you know, this is it's, it's part of being in the right area of the market. Part of the success in stock trading is being in the right area. Now, if you, there's a lot of different companies in the E&P area, in the oil and gas area. What I mean by E&P is exploration and production. These are typically the companies that actually drill the oil, not necessarily like the Exxon Mobiles that, uh, that retail it and refine it. Those could be good as well, but this area is the, the area that is, uh, is, is represented heavily in the Energy Select Spider. The XLE is this area. And look at this. It, look, at the, look at this chart. It's moving up very, very nicely. I just want to kind of show you that if you're, you know, if you're looking for a place, you know, if you're looking for a place in the market that makes sense. So, you know, that's kind of the... That's kind of the long and short of it. Just go through the the other things that in the small portfolio. Of course, I'm in Shell now. That's one of the big integrated companies. They are a refiner and a retailer as well. Transporter do do everything. That's up as well. Not as not as strong. It's a bigger company. It takes a longer time for it to move. Six days. We're up about one point five percent. Not a lot, but considering the market uh, that we're in, not a bad thing either. I do own Novo Nordisk. This is the largest manufacturer of insulin in the world and that is an area that seems to be very very resistant to this inflation so uh, primarily i think it's because many of the people that that uh, buy from them of course they don't they don't own directly just wanted to show you everything that i do have uh out there it's kind of uh kind of a long list but uh you know not necessarily about we talked a little bit about dollar tree that was up again today uh, we're off a little bit on Novo Nordisk today, but you know, not a lot. And we're, you know, it's it's a pretty stable stock. Of course, we're up on Shell. Um, on the XLV, I'm a little bit disappointed on this one. This is the Spider Select Healthcare. It has been it has been down a little bit, so we don't know. That's sort of on the bubble. I still think that's going to do well. Down on EI Lilly, that's one of my other big healthcare holdings. I'm not so sure that area is going to continue to do well. But look at these oils. OVV, it's an oil company. It's up. Uh, uh, I do have also a defense contractor in there, RTX. They make missiles, and that's primarily because of the conflict in Ukraine, why that one is up. Um, uh, the TX Turnium, this is a steel company, down a little bit, but I'm still very confident in the area. This is the one that I really think is interesting. It's ICL. It's... it's <laughs> And and what it is is it's it's an Israeli company, and they make fertilizer. This is the agricultural chemicals area that I was talking about. Here's the chart on it. You can see it's just going straight up. Now this is the weekly chart, of course. But look at this. It's just going straight up. Now I bought it basically 
basically right about here. Now this is not well, this is not a conventional buy point, but you know we're just seeing a lot of strength in this area. This is the number two area currently, agricultural chemicals, and this is one of the top in that area. I still think, you know, you could probably get along for the ride. It's a very cheap stock, thirteen dollars. I mean, normally I don't buy stocks in that range, but you know you cannot you you cannot uh, deny. The strength of this one, it's got a cash flow of $1.03, which is amazing because it's only $13 stock. So we have a very good price-to-earnings ratio, about uh, 19 on this one, but it's mostly the area in the market that it's in. There's going to be panic buying, unfortunately, of chemical fertilizers with the war in Ukraine. And so this is one of the ways you can get in on that. Uh, is by is by going into this area. Look at their sales. They're up every quarter in the last five quarters. Now this is kind of when it all started. And then but the most impressive thing about this is look at their look at their profits. Four hundred and twenty percent was up uh in the last quarter. Now they're gonna be they're gonna be um they're gonna they're gonna be announcing their earnings on the sixth of May so we may see some may see, may see some more action there, but uh, this is an area that you know definitely want to take a look at the chemical fertilizer area. It's the number two area in the market right now, and so it just tends to be very very strong. Um, the other area that I've been moving into, of course, is the REITs. I do have American Homes for Rent. It's it's symbol A M H, and it's. Uh, it's 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 doing it's doing well as well today. It's off a little bit in the after hours, but again, it's up as well. As you can see, forty one fifty five. It's right in the buy zone right now. Now I did buy this one yesterday. Uh, I did buy this one. I did buy this one yesterday. As you can see, it made its move. We were buying it basically at forty one fifteen. It's currently about forty one fifty five. A little bit volatile in the after hours, but I definitely see this one making a move higher. American Homes for Rent. And basically, again, this is another inflation play. Lots of inflation going on out there right now. And this one, basically what they do is they buy single-family homes. They own, I think, about over five, over 57,000 of these things, mostly in the Sun Belt states, one to five years old. And uh, they, you know, <laughs> the rents are good, uh, at, at least for them. So, you know, people are not going to be able to buy as many homes, but you know they're going to rent them and and that's one of the that's one of the things that's uh, that's that's going to happen out there. Uh here's another REIT that I did buy and I've been moving into these REITs. Um this one is called CubeSmart and it's based in Pennsylvania outside of Philadelphia. Basically what CubeSmart does is that you 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 rent a cube from them they come to your house. They put your cube it's like pod uh like the pods they put it down. You put your stuff in it. They come back. They put it in their their cube warehouse, and uh, it's doing very very well. This is another area of the market that tends to be doing really well. Now, it's not the number one area. It's not the number one read out there. That's number sixteen currently, but it's moving up now. Of course, you know the number one is are, but the number one, the reads are in the storage area, X R E X R, which is extra space. Uh, and also PSA, very, very strong as well. I would avoid, even though this is a strong one, host hotels, this is Marriott, I would avoid the hotel REITs because I do think that with inflation and la lack of business travel, I think a lot of these are going to have more trouble. So I'd be, I'd be 
a little bit careful here. The interesting thing about the REITs is they just have a lot of different areas. It's an interesting way to own real estate. Um, but I would stick to certain areas. I would stay out of the office REITs and off of the retail REITs and possibly some of the hotel REITs. Um, but I would definitely look at the uh, warehousing REITs like the like the number one, uh, Rexar, R-E-X-R. That's a very good one. Based in Los Angeles, lots of demand for store, for, for uh, industrial properties. That's what they own. Uh, and then also the storage REITs typically are very good as well. And I do think that coming on, we're going to see some more action in the um, the the home rates the the ones that have single family homes, American homes for rent, and invitation homes. So we've been kind of going on and on about that. So uh, <laughs> let's get to it. Um, let's get to let's let's get to your questions. Um, thanks for holding everybody. And I and by the way, I won't be uh, the sh- I won't be doing the show tomorrow because of Good Friday. The markets will be closed, um, so I won't be doing the show tomorrow just because uh, the markets will be closed. So, uh, you know, that's uh, just that's kind of the way it is. I'll be back after the show on Monday. Uh, I'll be back on Monday at 5 o'clock Central Time. Same kind of thing. All right, let's, uh, for Saeed, thank you for, for asking the question. BRCC, let's take a look. BRCC. And... Um, BRCC is a company that I am not that familiar with. It sells premium coffee. Oh, this is Black Rifle Rifle Coffee. Interesting. You know, I would kind of be careful with this one because um, I just I don't see it. Uh, I mean, I know it does have a 99 relative strength, um, you know, and it's moved up above the the buy point, the 20, the 2280 buy point. But you know, I would just be careful with this one. Um, let's kind of take a look to see kind of what's what it's got. It's got a 56 checklist. Yeah, this just doesn't stack up, unfortunately. Uh, I would just be careful of this one. Yeah, this just doesn't stack up. They have negative earnings, so that's not good. So, yeah, this is more kind of a meme stock, which is okay. But uh, my, my take on this one, on Black Rifle, is, uh, you know, you know, uh, I, you know, I personally – wouldn't be a buyer <laughs> of Black Rifle Coffee Company. I just wouldn't be because there's just there's just more. I you know it's just first of all it's not a long enough track uh, it's not it's not a long enough track record. There's no earnings. That's a problem. And, you know, going forward, I think with a lot of inflation, a lot of these things that people wanted to do before, you know, these, these, these discretionary expenses um, are going are gonna to go away because I think a lot of people are going to be forced, uh, a large number of people are forced are going to economize. That's why I'm looking at, you know, things such as, um, such as Dollar Tree and Dollar, Dollar General. People are going to be using dollar stores more. Um, they're going to be cutting back on their expenses. Why? Because everything is going up. Uh, every everything is going up. So, the areas in the market, the you know, everything is related to inflation, and we're and we've had some of the strongest inflation that we've had in 40 years. So, I'm old enough to actually to remember Jimmy Carter, and I remember how what a disaster that was. 
Uh, and I think, unfortunately, we're going to get a little bit of a taste of it. And that's sad, but, uh, you know, that's, that's kind of sad. All right, Met-C, M-E-T-C. Of course, this is a coal play. That's why we're getting. That's why coal and stuff like that is doing so well because, um, you know, it's just it's just that kind of deal. As as always, as always, Mister Jeet, you're right on top of it. This is a good stock. I mean, look at this. It's got this this um, uh, this cup without handle formation. It's come right up to the buy point. Um, boy, their numbers are looking good. I think this. I think this is viable. I really do. Look at this. Look at these numbers. These are fantastic numbers related to their um, related to their, their performance. Uh, you know, relatively good uh, P.E. ratio, 20, 21. So we don't think we're overly high on the P.E. We've got this relative rating of 99. But what's more important is look at this. Look at this. Um, this relative strength line. And sometimes, you know, these little squiggling lines are hard to understand, but look at that. It's just going straight up. So this the stock, this stock relative to the rest of the market, it's relatively stronger. Notice how the S&P, this, the, the NASDAQ is pointing lower. Isn't that interesting? So basically, this is moving up and the NASDAQ is moving down. So this is very strong. This is very, very bullish. Not a lot of funds own this. Look at the only 17%. A lot of people with a lot of money own this. Uh, I'm sure that in probably in West Virginia, places like that, because there are some fabulously rich people, believe it or not, that, that do own these things. Um, cash flow is really good. Um, yeah, I mean, I just, I just like this all the way around. Um, yeah, let's look at the pattern wreck on it. Yeah, I mean, we're basically just 3% below the pivot. So, yeah, I, I think this is a buy. I definitely do. I definitely think this is a buy. Absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, thank you for bringing this one up. I think we should put this, it you know, at the very minimum, this is on the buy list uh, here. Um, so I like this one a lot, and, uh, yeah, I think you can definitely put it on the buy list. Now, I already have a coal company but because uh, I have HCC, but, um, you know, this one, Matt C, M-E-T-C, um, is a buy. Um, you know, that's a buy, uh, totally. And, uh, you know, uh, I think that, I think you're picking some very, very good stocks. So this is, this is the right thing for right now. And, uh, so I think that you have a potential of doing very, very well if you, uh, uh, if you, if you go with this stock. So I think you could buy this right now. And I think it's right below the buy point, And I think it's looking really, really good. All right. You invest in Turtle Beach. What is that? Turtle Beach. Um, okay. Let's look at, all right. I'm just looking here um, for, oh, what is the Israeli stock name? Interesting. Thank you for that. Um, the stock I'm talking about, I'm talking to TikTok here, the stock I'm talking about is ICL, okay. And what ICL is, um, it, it's it's a fertilizer company uh, that is actually based in Israel. And um, you know, it's interesting because another stock that was viable up until very very recently was Zim Shipping, and that was another Israeli stock. So it's very interesting. Some of these Israeli-based companies are very very interesting and very worth looking at. Um, this is ICL Group, 
And as you can see, let's go. To, let's kind of take a 20,000 foot view on this one. And this is definitely in the area that uh, I kind of want to highlight. Well, look at that. I mean, up until, you know, this, this stock has been around for a, for, for a good amount of time. Going all the way back to nineteen um, to 2004, this stock had never been above about $7.50. Look at this. It's at 1268 if you can take a look at this. So this has just been going up, up, up. Why? Well, because it's in this top area. And we have a situation, unfortunately, in the world where we're going to have uh, interruption in food supplies. Unfortunately, um, in uh, I don't know if you've taken a look at uh, what's going on in Sri Lanka right now, but they're going to have famine. They may have. They might have a famine there. And so, what's happening with this with this um, wheat and other grains that have been taken off the market? And they could have bread riots in 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 Egypt by the summer because they heavily subsidized that. Uh, in in some some parts of the world, and I, I'm not wishing this on anyone, but uh, fertilizer is going to become very very important. Why? Because people are going to plant, um, uh, but they're going to need more fertilizer, and the fertilizer is going to be a lot more expensive. And this ICL just has the you know just just has the numbers. Now I already own another company uh, that's similar to this. It's called Nutrient NTR. And that's kind of the leader, and that's also has a similar pattern. This is a little bit more expensive stock. This is the one that I owned initially. Uh, it's been going up tremendously as well. This is a uh, Canadian-based company, very, very large. It's called Nutrien, based in Saskatchewan. A very nice place, by the way, uh, especially in the summer. Um, and this one has done very, very well as well. So I'm in Nutrien, and I'm also in ICL. So why am I there? Well, that the market is saying that that's a place that we need to be in the market, and uh, you know that's really that's really all I'm t I'm showing you here is that um, uh, you know is, is is that the market is showing us. Let's go back to that heat map. Um, the the market is showing us where we need to kind of be looking for. You know, we we need to be looking at things, and if we look at this heat map. You know, we can see, and I'm moving it out right, you know, we can see that, let's go up a little bit. We can see that in in the top groups, and that's kind of where we got to look, you know, agricultural chemicals right up there at the very, very top. In the coal area, uh, I want to kind of highlight Arch, which is that's another coal company. I own HCC. This is a very strong company as well. This is... Uh, uh, Warrior met, met coal, uh, and uh, if you'll notice, all the other ones, oil and gas, oil and gas, oil and gas, steel producers, I have Ternium TX in there, probably not the best one, I probably didn't pick the best one, I picked the one that was setting up, but probably not the best one, mining, <laughs> interestingly enough, you might want to look at Rio, that's a symbol there, and uh, um, mini periodicals is kind of a weird one, there's only about two things in that, so it's not really as important. The integrated oil and gas companies, that's definitely, you should be looking at that. And uh, there is medical uh, uh, um, supplier uh, distributors, that's like McKesslin. Uh, but look at this, it's dominated, you know, basically by oil and gas. There's some shipping in there. I got rid of my shipping. I think that's starting to move downwards. Uh, but, I mean, it's still strong, but it's moving moving down. Uh, but so that's kind of where you got to look in the market. So by going to... 
look at some of these companies like ICL, you're definitely going where the rest of the money is going. So uh, very interesting, uh, very interesting thing. Okay, so let's, another question from TikTok AMS. And let me see if I can go back to, um, to AMS and get that up here. And that, American Shared Hospitality Services, not doing too well, unfortunately. Again, you don't want to buy these on the downward trend, you know, so, and that's definitely what's happening here. Uh, AMS, unfortunately, is moving lower. If we go back to the, to the, to the daily chart, we were looking at, um, we, know, we noticed that it's underneath that critical 200-day moving average. So this one, uh, I just can't recommend it. AMS uh, is not a buy. And, uh, you know, it's just, you don't want to be, you don't want to be where, uh, you know, you, you want to be where the market is going. Right now, AMS um, is not a buy. Uh, so I would avoid this one. Uh, because there's not, ex there's not strength in this area. Uh, AMS, American Shared Hospitality Services, just not doing very well. Uh, relative to the other ones, the checklist is terrible. Thirty-three percent, not a good, not a good look on that. And on the pattern rec, we are way below the pivot. Uh, this is a cheap stock, but you know you want to avoid this one. You want you want to avoid this one. It's just not working very very well. So, just not a good thing. Um, <laughs> okay, thanks, Jay. If Elon buys Twitter, does that mean the stock? Will be worth fifty-four million. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. Believe it or not, you can buy a stock, and it's it isn't worth what it is. Sometimes it's worth more. Like that, the whole strategy, for instance, of of um, Warren Buffett. He's a, what they call a value investor. Is to try to buy stocks for less than the book value. And and what do I mean by the book value? Well, if you take it in an accounting course, you probably know what that what I'm talking about. The book value is 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 uh, is not the value that the stock market puts on it, but it's the 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 accounting value of it, the 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 um, the, the value of the revenues, uh, you know, the the income statements, and the owner's equity based on you know basically on the assets that they have on the books. So, um, you know, Warren Buffett tries to buy below the asset, but many times when you're buying a stock, uh, when you're buying a stock, you don't necessarily want to buy it for less than the asset value because it sounds like it's a great idea. In in most markets, it sounds like a great idea, but it's not necessarily because there may be a reason you can buy it below the book value. And a lot of times, it's because it's in a declining industry. Now, everything has been flipped on its head, basically, with this inflation, because all of a sudden, many of these growth stocks, the stocks that have a lot of potential movement up, just aren't looking as good because because people are worried that yeah you might get negative profits and we just don't want to be funding those negative profits in a rising interest rate environment. So um, does that mean that uh, Twitter is going to be worth fifty four billion? Not necessarily because he could go and he could buy the whole thing and then the stock could open and um, it could open down. So. <laughs> It could open down now. If now it depends on it, there's a lot of different there's a lot of different ways to skin the cat here. It depends on how uh, Elon buys it. it. Does he buy ninety percent? Does he buy control? Yeah, I mean there's a lot of different ways in the accounting. Uh, you know, 
is he going to have to merge it into something? You know, he could buy it personally, which is absolutely amazing. He would have to sell some some uh, some Tesla stock, but he could buy it and take it private, and that's kind of I think what they're what they're driving at here. He could buy it and take it private, but not necessarily worth fifty four fifty four million. What he might do is he might buy it and then take it private, uh, uh, build it up again. <laughs> And then at a later time, try to reissue the stock. But uh, not a good time for IPOs right now. All right. Uh, TOLWF has been uh, holding 1.5 years up 200%. That's interesting. Okay. Thanks, Troy. Thanks for – thanks. Hope things are going well in Canada, in Toronto. Toronto Maple Leafs. Great team, of course. Um, hmm. All right. Let's take a look to see – you know what? I'm not seeing. Oh, I see. T.O. Okay, I think that that I don't know if it'll let me see that. Eh. Unfortunately, I don't think I can show. Unfortunately, I don't have access to that particular symbol. And I know it's on the Toronto Exchange. And I, I apologize for that. I've got to get some some software that lets me do more of the the Toronto, you know, more of the Canadian uh, the uh, the Toronto Exchange because there's so many good oil and gas companies on there. Um, a lot of them are co-listed, but uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's that's one of them, but uh, definitely, I don't have the capability of bringing up that chart. So I'm so apologize for that, um, Troy. But I always like uh, I always like the stuff that you put up because it's uh, it's interesting. Um, WKX. Let's take a look at WKX. Not familiar with uh, uh, Skechers. Okay. Well, you know, I I was big into apparel. Um, especially shoes, um, but unfortunately that was last year, <laughs> and uh, I did pretty well with some positions in Nike, um, but you know this year has just not been a good year for this group. The apparel group, the apparel's shoes and related manufacturing, is almost one of the worst groups out there. Currently, it's one ninety four out of one ninety seven. Let me kind of clue you in on that uh you know on kind of where that is and, and that's it's it's interesting because you know it is having difficulties re, you know relating to to that so let's let's i'm just going to go back to the groups um you know this is way down at the bottom let's see yeah apparel and shoe manufacturing okay so what i'm going to do here is i'm going to click back to the heat map here and i want to show you why I wouldn't recommend Skechers, first of all, because it's in the wrong group. If you look here, there's only two groups right now that I'm tracking below that, Computer Software Educational and Retail Mail Order. So not a place that I want to be. I don't want to be involved with this apparel, shoes, and relative manu um, related manufacturing. I just don't want to be there. Why? Because it just doesn't make sense. Okay, well, here's Skechers. Let's take a look at the trend. Well, the trend, and and indeed, it 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 uh, it it is reflecting in this chart. The trend is down. Okay, it's trading below that 200-day line. And look at looky looky, this is where the the 40-day cross below the 200-day. This is what they call the death cross. And you can see there's a lot of selling. This is this is a base two quarters ago. It basically when this, this downtrend trend started, really at about November. That's when this started really, really getting it and hurting. Uh, this this stock was hurting. Now I might consider this one as a potential short. And why? Because well, 
look at the pattern. Look at the pattern. Let's see if we can go back to the weekly chart to see kind of what's going on here. This is a potential short. Why? Because we have a head here, and we've got a right uh, left shoulder, and we've got a lower right shoulder. This is a setup for a short. And look at how it's trying to make its way back to the back to that 200-day um, uh, moving average, and it's failing. So this one is a potential short. So here's the thing. Uh, the, the direction on Skechers is down, and, uh, you know, that's just, that's just the way it is. So, so um, you know, SKX uh, is in a downward trend in a very um, low, in, in a very bad, let's just put it in a very, very weak that's, uh, area of the market. Avoid. <laughs> and this one, you know, might actually even be, as I say, potentially um, potentially short because of the way it's set up here. And uh, so it's not necessarily set up very, very well for that. So I would be avoiding this one. Uh, I, would, I would basically be avoiding this one. Uh, it just does not be, it's just not set up well at all, unfortunately. All right, where do we go to see that heat map? <laughs> That's a good question. The way you go to see the heat map is um, www.dallastradingfloor. Now let me kind of show you how that, how that works. Uh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna pull that up here, and let's see if I can, let's see if let's see if I can I can put it up there. But uh, and the easy way to get it, there we go. Do you mean Dallas Trading Floor? Yeah, absolutely, I do. Uh, but are we? Gonna, yeah. So there, oh, can't be reached. Why can't it? Hmm. Let's put it up again. There we go. And so basically, um, to, to get to get access to the Dallas trading floor heat map super easy just go to Dallas trading floor and and it'll look like this and you just scroll, scroll on down here kind of show you that and you see where this one it says stock market heat map here kind of if you can see it I don't know if you can see it you should be able to see it and you just you just uh, click on that link and you're good to go and what will happen is it'll give you the the this the, the heat map here so just go to www Dallas Trading Floor, and uh, you can move right on over to the um, to to where you can get a take a, take a look at the heat map. So that's that's where you go for the heat map. Thanks for asking uh, on that. All right, let's uh, another one from Jeet. Thank you, PLTK. PLTK. And let's look at PLT. Play like holding company. Ooh, I do not like this chart. Another problem child chart, unfortunately. Uh, looking here at the weekly chart here, 
downward trend, just don't want to look at it. In this kind of market that's weak, you just don't want to buy anything that's in a downward trend. Unfortunately, this one is in a downward trend. Cannot recommend it. Um, it's got good cash flow, though, but I just don't think you can can um, can can recommend this. It's a it's a social games. Interesting. This is another Israeli company, but I cannot recommend this one. Just not just not looking very very good. Uh, it it has a weak checklist. Fifty six. That's below. So I just think you got to avoid this one. Um, yeah, I just, I just, I just think you have to avoid, um, uh, avoid PLTK, and I think you got to avoid that because it's just not looking very good. So I just think you got to avoid this one, and uh, you know, I wouldn't be a buyer. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be a buyer. You know, in this kind of environment, you got to be a little bit selective. You got to be buying in uh, in areas that are going to give you the best uh, bet. All right, so let's look at AMD. That's probably going to be the last one because we're coming up on 45 minutes. Um, I wish AMD was a buy. Believe me, I wish this was a buy. But unfortunately, as you can see with this chart, we have a downward trend and we're below that 200-day line. I just can't. I just can't buy it here. Unfortunately, um, the chip companies. As I was saying before, many of these chip companies are going to have issues, and uh, you know it's uh, it's it's just it's just the way the market is right now. A lot of uncertainty in terms of in, in in terms of the market. This sector is just not doing very very well. So I think this sector is going to get hurt um, as we're coming into earnings season, and I think AMD is no um, is 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 basically no uh, exception on this rule. I do believe <coughs> we're going to have some problems in this area because of inflation. It's going to be tough. Uh, even though there's a backlog in certain, certain of the chips, <coughs> I think that this is going to be very, very compromised area. So I would stay out of, I would stay out of the chips right now. I would stay out of uh, AMD right now. It's just not, it's just not the right time. Thank you. Uh, hey, thank you very much for. Thank you very much for following me. I so appreciate that. Uh, if you're not already a member of the Action Trailer, I always ask people that consider because it is free. Um, it is free. We do have we do have some paid services like the um, uh, like the Discord room, and and we do trade. You know, we do um, you know basically the first two hours of the day. You know, I kind of show you the trades that I'm making, kind of what I'm doing. I really appreciate the fact that you are following, and uh, I do want to ask your help because I do need help and uh, one of the things I need help on is please like please like this because if you like it it gets it out to more people really helps really helps us out uh, it, it really helps us out and do consider possibly uh, you know doing you know going and uh, going to www Dallas training floor and signing up for our for our free email service. First and last name, and of course you can you can you can uh, you can cancel the service anytime you like. It's free, uh, but it's at www.dallastradingfloor. Now, unfortunately, oh, we're fortunate. Well, because uh, I because I could do this all the time. Um, we're not going to be around tomorrow. Why? Because the markets are going to be closed, um, so we won't be broadcasting tomorrow. It's Good Friday. We will be uh, back. We will be back on Monday at five o'clock. 
uh, at the regular time because the markets will be back open then and uh, for the live show. So uh, thanks, everybody, for, for taking a look at the show. So appreciate it. And um, uh, have a nice weekend. It's going to be a long weekend, uh, and I'm looking forward, kind of forward to that. So happy trading, everybody. I'll see you back here on Monday at 5 uh, p.m.